Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Didn't mean to be so dismissive of the last caller. Yes, New Year's Day will be hyped. (laughs) New Year's Day will be hyped. And for it to be a bold prediction, I thought, because he, he said he had a bold prediction, he, he just said they'd be hyped and they'd be in a playoff run. And I'm like, well, what's the bold prediction? If you want it, the bold prediction would have been they clinch a playoff spot with a week to go. <laughs> that the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks, two of the three, lose, lose all three games and the Lions win all three. Two of the three lose all three, and the Lions win all three, so they could clinch a playoff spot, which would be great. <laughs> um, all right, so we spent a lot of time talking about the Lions, and we'll get back to it because it is such a hot story. But we got to react to the news that Kay Cunningham is having season-ending surgery, a shin injury, and is out for the year. I, I honestly, I, I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. I can't remember a season-ending shin injury that isn't like a just a broken shin, a broken bone. But either way, he's having season-ending surgery. This sucks. And, and what we're talking about is taking a big-picture view of rebuilds. We've had a unique circumstance here in Detroit where all four professional teams – almost simultaneously are going through rebuilds. They all weren't launched at the same time and certainly are all different points of, of success or failure. And it's, and it's, I think it perfectly exemplifies how tough this is right now. The lions rebuild and let's look, look, rebuild year one. You're dumping talent before the season starts. You're, accruing future assets, whether it be draft picks or young players, and you expect on the field that you are going to suck. That is year one. Year two, the hope is that some of the young players or assets that you have acquired are showing up on the field or the rink or whatever and are starting to make some sort of positive impact. And you hope that you are just getting north of suck. And then if everything works out, by year three, you're starting to see real signs of progress. And does that result in being a 500 team or better than 500 team? I mean, I don't know. But it's that's the, that's the quick timeline. To start a rebuild, you almost always have to have the first year sucks. And then... Typically, you don't always even see return on investment the second year. What we've seen here in Detroit is we have seen the Lions launch into a rebuild. 
that is off to a extraordinarily promising start. This is year two. And they certainly don't suck. And they are absolutely seeing the resources they got for getting it started with the Matthew Stafford trade. It's starting to pay dividends already. The Lions have launched into what is realistically the best case scenario rebuild. And for a year and a half, okay? I mean, like, there's no realistic that you're competing for a championship a year, a year and change after launching a rebuild, typically. So this is going very well. The Red Wings, it's a little bit slower, but that's a year one, year two, year three kind of thing where it feels like we are seeing the return on investment. Seeing their young players starting to make an impact, the most siders of the world, Lucas Raymond's of the world, supplemented with some savvy signings. But that that's a rebuild that's, it's a little bit slower, but it's going in the right direction. The Tigers, it's not going well at all. In fact, it went so poorly, the guy that was orchestrating the rebuild got fired. And they might be back to square one. And now there's the Pistons, who last year, we, we had an idea that they weren't going to be good, but they had young players on the floor. And this was the year, year two, that we were hoping – that we would see some real signs of progress. A lot of things can derail your progress. One of them is injuries. Injuries did not help the Tigers. We'd feel a lot better if the Tigers might have been bad, but Casey Mize had a healthy year, Tarek Skubal, healthy year, right? Matt Manning, that these guys gave them 34 starts and showed some real promise. But the, the Pistons rebuild is getting a little bit set back by this injury. And it's not so much that we expect him to win all that much this year. I just want to see Cade get better. Cade was pretty damn good as a rookie. Wanted to see him get better. And it just sucks because the setback isn't that, you know, this is going to be a career-ending injury. The setback is it's a wasted year. It's a wasted year for Cade Cunningham. Whatever he was, if he was 74% of what he will eventually be, next year he comes back at 74% instead of 80 or 82% of what he'll eventually be. You know, you you that that career learning curve, the arc that points up. He's not going to get that year. And it's too bad. It's too bad. Now, is it crippling? Well, no. It's not crippling. It's in fact, if this means they get the number 1 pick again cuz they're going to have almost assuredly now as much chance as anybody to win the lottery. Remember in the NBA, the top three teams have the same chance, 14% to win the lottery. And the Pistons will have a 52.1% chance to have a top four pick. They will almost assuredly be in the bottom three of the league now. So they have the best chance of Victor Webanyama as anyone. Now, does that mean they get him? Of course not. The odds are still stacked against them getting him. But it's almost like it's a throwaway. Other things can happen, right? We can look for other signs of progress. Jaden Ivey will get the ball in his hands more now. Killian Hayes. But as far as Cade's progression, which is still 
I don't know if he's the linchpin because I love Ivy, but but the two of them are the linchpin. One of them isn't going to get any better this year, and that's too bad. This absolutely sucks. It's uh, the setback. There's no other way to put it. It's a setback for growth. It's a setback for development. It's a setback for an evaluation of Cade and Jade and Jalen Duran and Stu and Sadiq Bay together. You know, uh, arguably Cade could have won the, the rookie of the year last year. You know, he didn't, but he was up there. You know, right at the least. Okay, one of the best rookies in the league. Twelve games this year, and they weren't going to win much anyways with him. You know, the the Vegas over under was like twenty seven, which I know surprised a lot of people around here, but they weren't. Ex- the national media and everyone around when they evaluated the rest of the teams in the East, Pistons weren't there yet. You know, they're very young, very raw. But now that he's not there and they're just going to be probably worse, you know, it, like I said, to me, it's more of the evaluation of the entire, the, the core, and we're going to miss out on that, you know. And there's no, I know Webman Yama is the guy, but to me, it's it's totally not worth it. If this thing was going to get better, it was going to get better with Cade and Ivy. And it's not to say it's over or anything like that, but it just, you know, it just sucks when you thought, remember the excitement when they got the number one pick? Yep. We didn't even draft Cade yet. The fact that the, the Pistons got the number one pick, I mean, we were dancing, man. I mean, yeah, right? And and pre- people pretty much knew Cade was going to be the guy, but we had the, he had the good rookie year last year. You come in this year, Jay Nivey, and it felt, felt like it was over before it started. Now I'm going to continue to watch the team because of the other guys I mentioned, I want to see their development and, and who's going to be part of this this team moving forward. But like I said, to see them together on the court is different than, you know, what we think might happen next well, year. It, I mean, to put it as optimistically as I possibly can, I would describe where the Pistons are right now as they are put on pause. The pause button has been hit, um, but there still can be good that comes out of the season. And it's mostly, they're still such a young core. Those guys are getting a ton of experience. And they're probably going to get their teeth kicked in over and over, but they're going to get a ton of experience. So there is that. But it's just it's just too bad. And we're watching, I mean, two of our one of our four teams is having really good success in the rebuild, the Lions. Another one is having success, the Red Wings. And two of them have had slow, maybe false starts to their rebuilds, and that's the Tigers and the Pistons. And I just want to slow the roll of everyone because I know how, how everyone is nowadays. They just quick to call the bus card, pull it out. This right. guy's a bust. He sucks. Hey, man, it, it, it happened. You know, I know he was a little dinged up the first year, but he almost won the rookie year, like I said, with the games he played. This year, he's, he's, he's out for the year. Let it play itself out. It just sucks personally for this year, like I said, the development, the evaluation. But don't be calling a guy a bust already, man. Well, uh, It's mean, too soon to call him Of course I mean, it is. Of course it is. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.